Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, Tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Woodhouse offers confidence as your trusted auto partner. With 18 brands and 16 convenient full-service dealerships, you can easily shop the latest models, discover a pre-owned vehicle that meets your list of must-haves, or conveniently maintain your current vehicle. And our knowledgeable and local team is ready to help, providing you the solutions to get you on the road faster, whether online at woodhouse.com or in person. Experience the difference with Woodhouse, a trusted auto partner since 1975. People want to work with you, but they're also like, I also may be romantically interested. It's like, so trying to decide, okay, which path are we going to go? Because I've made it clear, like later, recently in my business, in the last couple of years, I'm like, we have to decide. We can't do both. So pick if you want me to be your business partner or you want to try to date, but we can't. We just can't do well, both. I don't want to do both. But wait, Some people can do it, but I, think I don't want to can do work. <laughs> I think it can work, but I think oh, it has no. to be. What's good, people? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Personal Branding Playbook. I'm your host, Coach Chris. Today, we got a very special guest, Sheridan LeBay, and I'm excited for this interview only because we did an interview before, and it was really, really good. She's, like, super professional, um, and she's one of those women that's out here getting it, man. She's really putting in the work, a real entrepreneur. Um, it's funny. She doesn't call herself a boss babe, but she's one of the few women I've met that actually are, and... This conversation was different, man. We didn't talk about business the entire time. You see the title. You know, we talked a lot about dating and um, being an entrepreneur and trying to be in relationships and stuff like that. And we just wanted to have a different conversation. And I just I love the flow of it. So we let it rock. And man, I think this is a really informing episode for men and women that are in business and, you know, building a company or something. So you're definitely going to love this one. Check it out. And I'll see you at the end of the episode. Welcome in to the Personal Branding Playbook. Today we have a very, very special guest, Sheridan. I'm excited to have her on. We actually did an interview already. Technical difficulties, <laughs> so we're going to run this back for y'all. Um, Sheridan, welcome to the show again. Thank you for being thank here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. <laughs> All right. So what we talked about the first time, I kind of want to recap that, but I don't want to you know, do the same thing. You know, people didn't hear it. So for you, what made you say, okay, I'm going to start multiple businesses instead of just one? I, I think that it takes a special yeah. entrepreneur to do that. It does. Yeah. 
Um, so I, my background's in marketing, I went to Sam Houston State out in Texas for marketing. And so when I first graduated, well, I've always like just kind of had an entrepreneur spirit. Even as a kid, I was like, I just want to have my own money so I can do what I want to do. So I've always, as soon as I was old enough to work, I was like, I'm getting a job because I don't want to ask anybody for anything. I just want to have my own so I can do whatever I want to do. It's still like that to this day. Um, and so when I graduated, Right when I graduated, I had started a blog like right before I graduated because I was like, well, I'm in marketing. I want to do something that's related to that. So I started off um, as Southern Couture and I was interviewing my friends, like a lot of my friends at the time and still were like in the arts. So actors doing different things in the media, entertainment. And so I started my blog and I also started doing interviews and interviewing them about their passions, what they were doing. And so around that time as well, people were also reaching out to me like, hey, can you help me with my resume? Can you, I need essays edited. And I was like, okay, yeah, cool. I mean, I'm, I'm out here trying to get it like you, but if you think I can help you with your resume, I'll help you with your resume. So that's really how, that was like my first really services I started offering. I was like helping people with papers, doing resumes. And then I started working for a chamber of commerce out here in uh, Houston. And I was doing a lot of event planning because I had a huge event planning from undergrad, doing a lot of stuff on campus with my sorority and other orgs. And so I started doing events and then I started adding on like marketing services from there. And so with me doing the events, it exposed me to a lot of different uh, women entrepreneurs in Houston. So I was meeting women of all ages, some therapists, some people in other women's spaces. And so thus my second business was born, Untamed Lingerie because I was around different women and I was like, man, there's really a space needed, especially like for the community of women in color to really be able to learn about our bodies, learn about sensuality, sexuality, sexual health education without it being tied to a partner. And so my second brand, Untamed Lingerie was born. Um, and I love it because I have, with having two different businesses, I have the marketing and I have the lingerie. It's like two sides of my personality. You kind of have two lanes and I think that is yeah. super dope. Yeah. Like that is so fun to have two lanes you can play in. Um, one thing you mentioned that you said is you want to create a space for women that you know, you want to talk about that stuff that didn't have to do with a partner. Why was mm -hmm. that so important to you? Yeah, because I feel like in our community and for women in general, across all races and ethnicities, I think that a lot of talk around like intimacy and sex is usually tied to a partner to where women aren't really taught to be sensual or feminine or sexual without it being like for trying to obtain a relationship with the partner. It's never, oh, learn how to develop confidence and learn how to be confident in your body and develop your sensual energy for yourself. It's always, well, learn how to do this so you can attract a partner or so you can do this or so you can do that. So I feel like it was important just to kind of take a step back and one, realize that you can be sensual without it being tied to sex. And two, finding your own lane, finding what makes you untamed without it necessarily having to be for the purpose of pleasing someone else. Hmm, I like that. I like, okay, okay. Yeah. And that led to you creating a lingerie line. Because of what happened with everybody during COVID, I saw so many of the drop shipping businesses struggling. Oh my gosh. They were going through it. Yeah. So how did you survive? Yeah. Yeah, one, my business model is not drop shipping. I've looked into it. I've been interested in it. It just never seemed like a good fit for what I was trying to do because a lot of my business model is 
I have a lot of personal touches in everything. And so there's, you know, there's pros and cons to that because one, that means I have inventory on hand versus drop shipping. But for me, a lot of, I have a lot of boots on the ground in Houston. So a lot of my clientele I've met through events. I have a lot of network out here where I have lingerie and actual shops out here. And I sell right. lingerie at my events because we do have events that coincide with the lingerie brand. So for me, what kind of helped us one, when quarantine first started, I did a huge sale because I was like, people are in the house, people are with their partners. It's the longest time <laughs> people have been like with their wife and husband. And they're like, I'm tired of seeing you walk around in sweats. You know, they're That's like, genius. I love yeah, it. So like, I think within like probably the first month, because I was moving around that time too. And I had a lot of inventory. So around the first month of quarantine, I was like, I'm going to just do a flash sale. So I was doing a lot of like, um, drop off shipments, shipments for people that were locally in Houston. And I was doing everything like five, $10, just like get all of my inventory out. And of course people are at home and they're like, I need stuff to stay cute because I'm in the house all day. So that was really it on the front, on the front end. And then of course we pivoted, we did some virtual events towards like the summertime of last year, just to kind of, you know, people were looking for stuff to do. People were like, I need to connect with women. I need to feel like I'm still involved in different things. So we definitely, definitely had to pivot, but it definitely benefited not being a drop shipping company. So I had a ton of inventory already in place. And I can tell you are smart because that was calculated. That is calculated. I'm very calculated. Yeah. I love <laughs> very it. Very calculated. Being ready for very, that because. Very. Yeah, I, I, I've seen so many people having quarantine babies. So many people getting married now. Man, you know, it, it's just it, was wild. It, it, <laughs> it was wild. So I love that yeah. your business was at the forefront of that. I kind of had the same uh, impact with my business with podcasting because people was like, mm -hmm. "Well, I'm staying at home, so now I can start this show." Yeah, like yeah. I remember looking up microphones, and they were sold out for like my entire state. Like it was just yeah. ridiculous. Um, it was a good time for business. Oh yeah, for people sure. Were really focusing on like even on the marketing side of things. Like I got a lot of clients last year because people were like, "I finally can start my business because I'm just at home." Like, let me start. You know, people were starting to kind of organize things, so people were revamping their businesses or people were launching new businesses. So, 2020 definitely was a, a productive time for a lot of people in the bedroom and in the business. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. You're on point. You're on point. See, and I can tell you got some experience doing this. You said back in the day, you used to have a little bit of a side hustle with the services, yeah, doing people's yeah. work and stuff. I love that. That was one of my first entrepreneurial, um, I guess you would say businesses is just doing people's work mm -hmm. in like middle school. I was writing papers and all That's of that. Wow. It was easy. So it's like <laughs> not middle school, it, but yeah, it is easy. If it's yeah, only it's two like pages, whatever. that's gonna take me maybe forty five minutes to an hour and I add two of those, yeah. I'm selling them for twenty dollars a pop and that was yeah. good. That was a hustle. Yeah. It was one lady, she was one of my classmates' moms that went back to school and she was majoring in business. So I had some stuff I already had, like stuff I could pull from. Oh. It was a wrap. I would be at work because my job was flexible too, so it was like it was a it was a good time. It was a good time. Easy work. I love that. So yeah, I, I want to talk to you about the kind of how dating and entrepreneurship really goes together. I, I think it's really, okay. I think it's difficult for men and women. If you're an entrepreneur, yeah. if you run a business yeah. and you're trying to date, um, that talking stage is awkward most of the time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and going from the talking stage to the next level is difficult as well. Right. It's just really, yeah. I think dating period can be complicated, but if you're a business owner, you mm -hmm. don't have the traditional mm -hmm. nine to five, 
it's like right. 10 times harder. So how do you feel about dating yeah. as an entrepreneur? Yeah, it's definitely an adjustment for sure. Um, I would say I've, I've dealt with different things like one, trying to separate business and pleasure because I, you know, a lot of times people want to work with you, but they're also like, I also may be romantically interested. It's like, so trying to decide, okay, which path are we going to go? Because I've made it clear, like later recently in my business, in the last couple of years, I'm like, we have to decide we can't do both. So pick if you want me to be your business partner or you want to try to date, but we can't, we just can't do well, both. I don't want to do both. But wait, Some people can do it, but I, think I don't it want can to do work. <laughs> I think it can work, but I think oh, it has no. to be, it has to be very you gotta have boundaries. Boundaries, number one. I'm glad you said yes. that. And then it has to be um, specific roles that each other plays, and you know, in your yeah. life, that has to be yeah. set up from the get go. Like it has to be very, see, very that's clear. A, a growth area of mine. That's been a growth <laughs> area of mine because that I I've like grown, but like when I was first in my business, I was like in my business to the point where like the guy I was dating at the time, he was like, "All oh, you talk about." is bit like it was just i could never like turn it off because i would just be thinking of ideas i want to like toss ideas around so it definitely requires boundaries and then now just trying to date as an entrepreneur really making time like you really have to have good time management because that's really the only way you're going to like develop relationships because you know some of us some entrepreneurs they don't have a they don't really have like a strict schedule some days they may work in the morning and have their evenings to themselves. Sometimes they're like fitting things in within their day. So for me, it's just really making time, really having a schedule, really like, okay, I know after this time I'm not working today, or I know I committed to this date or I committed to having this conversation and like being intentional about it. Because if you're not intentional, it definitely will, the time will fly and you're like, okay, I haven't talked to this person all day. Like I need to reach out. <laughs> See, and I think that is also why I say it's possible because most of the time I don't think both sides really want to date. If we gonna keep it real, most of the time it's not like yeah. it's not like they want to date for real, for real. You just want to okay. have some fun. That's what most people are trying to okay, do. Okay. They trying That's to have true. some fun. But if you're seriously yeah. trying to date, and I think it also can work if there's an alignment with alignment with what you both do. You know, if right. you're in marketing and I'm in product development, we can make some money together, mm -hmm. you know, true. Very true. but if I just want to have some fun, I think that's where people mess up at is they try to say, oh, let's date or let's talk when they really just want to have fun. Yeah. So you got to be honest about what you're looking for too. I guess that is the, the back, if we backtrack, you got to be honest about, okay, are you trying to date or are you just looking for fun? Cause we kind of talked about it last time where you were just like, some people, they're entrepreneurs and like, I don't have time to date. So it's like, I really just want to have my fun and go back to my work and some people are looking for relationships so just finding out what being honest about what you're looking for so that the expectations are clear yeah see and i i know that because i don't want to date an entrepreneur because i'm an entrepreneur i don't think it will work for me because i want really only because I, what i want from the woman i'm with is different than a woman who runs five businesses mm -hmm. and is busy as me mm -hmm. i don't really want that I need a woman who can play mm. a different role in my life, you know? Mm. So it's just, again, no one, and I don't think, I think we got to get away from this idea. I think it's doable though. I think it is. I think it is, but we have yeah. to get away from this idea of like, we've gotten to the point where we shame people for what they want. And I don't mm -hmm. think that that is healthy. You know, if a woman wants to be a stay at home yeah. mom, let her be that. If she wants Let's to be, see, that's, that's the goal. Stay at home entrepreneur mom. <laughs> like come on, come have on. my little business. Yeah. 
and I think as an entrepreneur, I mean, I guess I, I can't speak for all men, but I feel like it's beneficial to have a woman who is somewhat of a stay-at-home mom. Like I know my my end goal is like with my lingerie two, three years from now, like I'm already kind of removing myself from certain processes, but I really want to be like Rihanna, where it's like, I'm coming to this meeting. <laughs> yes, that looks good. That looks great. This looks great. I'm about to go back home to my kids or I'm about to go to the spa. Like that's, I want to be out of the weeds of being in all the processes of my business. So I can enjoy being married and having kids and just enjoying my life. So, right. And I think overall as an entrepreneur it's for me, freedom is at the top of my list. Like mm. freedom. I know money isn't as high for me only because money has to be up there. Cause you need money for freedom. But yeah. Freedom is way more important. Like I would earn less money yeah. if it meant I had more freedom. I'm just being honest. Like yeah. once I get to a certain ceiling of money, because mm -hmm. I, I mean, I think most people believe you need to have millions and 50 million. Right. Like, no, once you reach that first goal that you think you need and you're like, Oh, I'm kind of, I, I kind of like good. Right. Where I'm at. Like, you just yeah. need that baseline to cover yeah. your basic necessities and have that little extra. If you mm -hmm. want to go shopping, you want to go out somewhere. Yeah. Most people will be solid with at like 5,000 a month. Most people will be good mm -hmm. with that. Oh, for sure. Well, see, for me, it, with the freedom aspect, I think that's why I would have to date an entrepreneur and marry an entrepreneur because I want to be like, hey, let's go work in Mexico for two weeks and we can go do that. that is a and good they're point. not like, well, I don't get off till six. I don't have PTO and this, all the, I don't want to hear that. Ugh, <laughs> no wanna, PTO. I just, Ew. Yeah, I just want to, or not even PTO, but just having to ask for people, you know, having to be like, well, I can't take off because. Oh, we're hey, working on a business. That, that's really disgusting. I have to date an entrepreneur because that's... I'm definitely a fly by the fly by the night. Like, yeah, let's go work somewhere else for like two weeks just because we can. But, but if I had to, if my woman had to ask another man for time off, oh, oh, I don't like the that's way that even saying. sounds. That's nasty. That's what I'm saying. That's uh -uh. what I'm like. Mm -mm. I have to marry an entrepreneur. <laughs> I have to. I love I love that you know what you want though that that, that is great. So for you, you have yeah. Untamed Lingerie, and for your mm -hmm. marketing business, who do you really service there? Marketing. So I've actually narrowed it down. My business coach was on me about narrowing down industry. So I, I service businesses. I would say small to medium businesses, and so on that side, we do anything from strategic plans, social media, graphic design, website design, a lot of branding. Like I really pride myself on branding. So I love doing marketing, but I love really speaking to people and being like, hey, this is your brand image. Like let's cultivate what your brand does versus just individual marketing pieces. And so we've worked with a variety of industries since I've been doing marketing for like seven years, but now I really love working with fashion companies. I really love working with real estate agents, event planners, those in like the interior decor, decor spaces, anything dealing with art and then like entertainments. I've worked with like DJs. I've worked with some restaurants. So things in that industry. Oh, wow. um, yeah, pretty much in that. And I like health. So anything dealing with like if people do holistic services, if they're in the mental health space or they're massage therapists, those are the lanes. I like to be in lanes where I also enjoy their their business. To where I can, I can easily be like, oh, you need to do this because I relate, and I'm, I'm and also like your consumer. That doesn't sound like it's niche now, but it is because most of those businesses you mentioned are ran by women. Like most of those that are women-owned businesses. Yeah. So that's kind of already that aligned. Makes sense. 
Okay. Well, I, I appreciate that because I'm like, I feel like it's not niche <laughs> enough. But when you said that, it's like, yes, it's 90% of those businesses are like women. Right? I, so I know some sense. guys that are event planners, but I. That's true. You're I don't very know. <laughs> I don't know very many I guys. Think about it like that. Yeah. Not too many guys into home decor. Like, not so much. <laughs> you know, a few, a few, yeah. No. Yeah. But no, that when you said that, it makes sense. So, yeah, I guess you could say women own businesses. <laughs> Yeah, and I, well, I even like the way you explain it, though, because I do think when we go into the women's space, like the I've been to some events. I know mm-hmm. women who ran these events for women and they're like helping mm-hmm. women build their business or mm-hmm. level I love up. The quotation marks. Oh, my <laughs> for those God. who can't see him, the quotation marks. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing air quotes because it's just so repetitive. It's corny it's and it is fake. It is very, very fake. Have you been to mm-hmm. any of these events where it's like the whole point of the event is to help women build their business, but mm-hmm. then they just hear motivational stories and it's just really inspiring yeah. and motivating, but they don't really learn anything. Yeah. And I stopped going to a lot of those events, honestly, because I was just like, I used to go to a lot of those events when I first branched out into business and I had some events, but they were still, I'm very big on like your events having a purpose. Like if you want to have a business event, your business event is not necessarily going to be relatable to someone who just launched yesterday and somebody who's been five years in the game. And I think where a lot of people miss the mark is not saying, hey, my event is for somebody who already has an established business and now you're trying to scale. Or my event is for the woman who has not launched anything yet and let us help you develop a plan. So I think that's where a lot of people miss the mark on the women's, the boss babe events is like, it's an all encompassing, oh, it's for every boss babe. And it's like, well, if I've been doing marketing for eight years, I don't want to hear about, you know, somebody who's been in the business two years, not that they don't have relevant experience, but what they're speaking to is not necessarily going to be relevant towards me. And I think that's where a lot of people miss the market is like, like I said, I've gone to those events. I don't go to a lot anymore because I'm like $75 to listen to stuff I already know is just not really my cup of tea personally, but they could be good networking opportunities, but I'm just very particular about where I invest my money, invest my time to. And especially being out in Houston, I mean, people have those events. It's five of those events every weekend. So you really have to be intentional and kind of vet also who is hosting those events and their credentials. And they have a ton of them in LA and they always have like the green flower wall and then they have like the, the green pink flower sign. wall. Yes. And I'm like, and not, not to knock people because I have friends who do it and, I, and their events are quality, but there's just as many as they are not quality events they're quality but it makes me think about there was a show i was watching in mississippi and it's like i can't think of what it's called but it's like a black owned woman entrepreneur show and they actually got into an argument because this girl was hosting i saw it i know exactly what you're talking about talking about and i watched like four episodes and i couldn't i couldn't get past it but this girl was having like a black women's of mississippi entrepreneur brunch and this girl that's a she owns her own dentistry practice and she was like what what am i getting what are we talking about this event there's like we're sitting around the table wearing hats nothing's being discussed i'm gonna be honest that hat comment was hilarious the hat comment was funny because that was no the the theme of the event was like her her theme was like a tea or something so they're all sitting around in hats and she's just like and for y'all listening she we we talking about the big like black black grandma church hats not like a regular hat like it's a huge hat high tea there yes and so that's really why I pivoted too, because I was going to a lot of those events when I first launched and I was like, you know what, my niche 
is really helping women in relationships and with their sensuality and sexuality. So when I one of my first events was a, I wouldn't say it was a boss babe, it was actually called Level Up, but it was more so focused on like leveling up like mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Cause I'm very big on like holistic health. So it's not just focusing on your physical chakras and meditation. Yeah, your chakras, <laughs> mental health, like all the things. So we really had tools for people to really go and like take away and have homework to do. Like I'm big on leaving an event and I'm like, I have so many ideas because I actually really learned a lot. Like that's what you want people to walk away from your event feeling like. You know, I, I love that you said that because for me, that's always been my attention. Um, yeah. My first event I hosted myself. Um, it was in LA. It was at, I forget the place it's called. It's the, if you're listening, you probably know what this is if you've been to LA. It's right across the street from okay. the Staples Center. It's a hotel and they have this nice restaurant. Ooh. When you're at the restaurant, you can see the Staples Center. It's like, right, you can see LA Live and everything. It's right there. Um, I feel like I know what you're talking about. I can't think of the name. I cannot think of the name, but it was like maybe it was like eight guys showed up for the event. And I was like excited because. Okay. I, right because you like hey this was my first event, <laughs> my first event. i only promoted yes. on twitter and i had eight people show yes. up and everybody paid full price yeah. so i think that's a win a win so i think for people listening if you are planning an event don't be afraid to start and get started and launch or whatever i don't care if mm -hmm. two people show up if you get one person you are successful and honestly intimate events are honestly to for, I know it's a personal preference, but I love intimate events. Even with the events I do now in my space, I love like the 25 to 30 people range. I know that might not be intimate in certain areas, but that's I like the intimate spaces where your people are able to actually meet everybody, talk, people's voices can be heard if we're doing some type of like QA dialogue. I know that so for some people the goal may be a larger thousand person event for income purposes or whatever, but if you can have a more intimate event and still charge a good price, but you're providing value. I think those Trump, those a thousand dollar, I mean, thousand people event that were $20, but people aren't really getting anything to take away from it. And I, I would say there's a time and place, you know, um, there's That's a time true. and place for those events. I think mm -hmm. if I'm having like a workshop or a masterclass, I don't want more than 30 people. If I'm having right. a conference, yeah. I want more than a thousand. Yes. You know, yeah. it's yeah. that's that kind of the balance, yeah. you know, um, I love that you've yeah. been able to do events to cover something that is so, so different when it comes to the sexual topic, because I've listened to a lot of podcasts that are, you know, they talk mm -hmm. about sex or whatever, but it's always from a, a raunchy and comedy mm -hmm. perspective. It's not like serious, yeah. like, Hey, you're going to learn something about yourself right. by consuming yeah. this. So I love that you've set up something like that, especially for women. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm big on like learning and education. So it's like, I like to learn. I like to share what I'm learning. And especially for me, as I've, as untamed has grown, because now we're almost three years in the more I learn, the more I'm like, there's so much stuff that we don't know. And people need to hear this. Like if people only knew X, Y, and Z, like imagine how much deeper relationships would be or how, imagine how much more women would be confident as a whole or how much relationships would just be even more um, in sync because you know, there's so many debates nowadays about why our relationships can't get synced up when it comes to the men and women debates. And a lot of that is like women, especially in our community just haven't been 
taught certain things. We don't know certain things. Like there are certain things that if we learn more about our bodies and how to really tune into our energies, we can have the type of relationships that we want or the career that we want or the lifestyles that we want. So I just, I love it because I love to learn. I love to talk to people. I love having conversations because conversations that you think are going to be 10 minutes turn into an hour and you're like, wow, I learned a lot and took a lot away from it. So those are, those are things that really get me going and really why I got marketing to begin with. Cause I just like to talk to people. I love that. I love that. I'm excited to get you on the podcast network. I think you, will I know great. he's, he's been <laughs> dropping the hint. <laughs> he's, been, he's been sending the nudges for like a couple of weeks. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> it, it, it's going to be a big deal. Um, and man, you fit the bill for it. Perfect. So, uh, man, I'm glad we could do this again. You know, this was, yeah, this was a great sure. conversation. Um, let the people know where they can find you. Untamed lingerie, all of that. Yes. Untamed lingerie. So on the untamed lingerie side, it's untamed lingerie on Instagram, be untamed on Twitter. That's with three D's. Cause of course somebody already had it. Untamedlingerie.com to find your lingerie. We're actually relaunching a new line in the next couple of weeks. So super excited about that. It's going to be super sexy, super sensual, super moody. So I'm excited about that. And then also personal, um, Sheridan LeBay, that's S-H-E-R-I-D-A-N-L-A-B-B-E um, dot co and also on Instagram. So we'd love to connect with you guys. I'm super active on Twitter and Instagram, always loving to have some engaging conversations about what's going on in the world. So thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Personal Branding Playbook. Really appreciate that. Make sure you check out Sheridan. Put her links and everything in the description below. If you need marketing, that's somebody to work with. Um, she can also help you out with, you know, the social stuff, the presentation of your brand, everything, man. She's really good at that. Um, and she'll also be part of the Milestone Club Podcast Network. Got some very, very exciting news coming very soon. And you'll get some details on that. If you want to know more about that, sign up to my newsletter. That's linked in the description below as well. Lastly, if you're trying to build that personal brand, you really want to get to that next level with your personal brand. Start making money and profit from your skills make sure you hit me up for a personal brand audit. This is a free session I love to do with entrepreneurs to really give you some more direction and some clarity on how you can be more profitable, more valuable, and really go to the next level in the marketplace, man. I think everybody should be getting paid for the skills they have in 2021 and beyond. So if you're interested in that, hit me up on Twitter at the coach Chris underscore or Instagram at the coach Chris underscore and let me know and we can get that going. Again, it's completely free. Like it's no strings attached. I just want to help more entrepreneurs get paid for their skills. Thank you for tuning in once again. And if you're on iTunes, please leave that five-star rating and review, man. Really, really appreciate that. I will see you next time. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.